Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go! Good morning, good people. Y'all got me cracking up right now. <laughs> Welcome to ADZ Sports Live. Streaming live on YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I messed up my intro. <laughs> nah, nah, not you and Koye. So look. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't normally get thrown off. We got a, we got a Koye Media joining us, so make sure y'all stick around for that, of course, right? It's Wednesday. We're going to be talking about this big matchup, Bills-Cowboys, taking a look into the – diving into the Cowboys' defense against the Bills' offense. Plus, we're going to review this – the, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Eagles. Man, y'all got me all messed up. Let me tell you why I got me messed up. Turn the music off. Let me tell y'all why I got me messed up, man. I usually don't allow the shenanigans before the show to get to me. But, so you know we late. I got a Koye in the back. Y'all can't hear him right now, but I'm talking to him. I'm talking to y'all. Got a Koye in the back, and we late. It happens sometimes. It is what it is. Y'all going to get a fire show. However, somebody in the chat says, Sky's late because he's counting his waves and cleaning his butters. Out in his waves and cleaning his butters. I can't stand y'all. But I love y'all at the same time. What's good, Bob Squad? Bob Squad! <laughs> Fam, I was on a, a streak. I don't think I've ever not, you know, had my intro. It's, it's, it's a thing, right? It's a routine. It's boom, I hit him with all of that and bring the energy. But y'all cracked me, man. Y'all cracked me for the first time in like in like two years. Y'all cracked me, but it is what it is. Welcome to the show. We got a good one lined up for y'all. Uh, it's really, we got a twofer. You know, we got a twofer. We're going to get some film from the Eagles-Cowboys game, the defense, because we ain't talked about them yet. And we're going to get some film uh, with the Buffalo Bills and their offense and, and, and what makes Josh Allen challenging and what I think the Cowboys can do to make all the Bills fans out there say, Josh Allen got to chill. Josh Allen got to chill. So we're going to talk about all that. But before we do that, Cowboys Nation, before we get into that, man, uh, no, we don't want that. What are we, what are we doing here? We want this one. Uh, yesterday, this is the beauty of going on a winning streak, is that the Cowboys, they put out the sounds of the sideline. And, man, there's some moments in that sounds of the sideline. One of my favorite moments every week is, is listening to what Osa got to say, because Osa's hilarious. He's a star of sounds of the sideline. I hit Osa up and say, hey, dog. You, you got to do something with this. You, you're becoming a celebrity when it comes to these sounds of the sideline. You got to do something with this. Um, 
But my favorite moment was the the Ferg moment, man. I don't know if you saw it yet, uh, Koye, but uh, if you ain't see Ferg is the word, I'm going to play this real quick. It was hilarious. Cooks in motion across the formation. Flipping the right flat to Ferguson. Herbal for a first down. Have you heard the word? Ferg is the word. Ferg is the word. Ferg is the word. Who said that can't jump? He got a little seasoning for sure. He got a little seasoning in him. For sure. And he got a little bit of that. A little bit of that. Ooh-wee. Yo, these boys are hilarious, man. I love Sounds of the Sideline. It, it brings us literally to the sidelines. It lets us be a part of that camaraderie. Um, and uh, look, man, Ferg got a little of that seasoning. You can tell Ferg got some seasoning. That ain't, that ain't hard to see. I mean, just look at it. He got a fade. Like, like Ferg out there with a boosie fade damn there. So you know he, you know, Ferg got a little seasoning going on. But um, that was a great moment. There's another moment later or earlier in, in the Sounds of the Sideline where they talked about, you know, the safeties were doing work, and we'll get into that in a second. But where my man is at, let's bring my brother from another in the building, Okoye Media. What's good, bro? Man, what up with it? What up with it? Don't blame Sky either, man. I was I was the one that was late. I was chopping it up. I was chopping the film up. I told him, give me another 20 well, minutes, man. You know, we, I'm we, sharing it on Twitter right now, too. We chop so up the film, get, and then we also going. chop it up behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? And... I don't even know. You, you're going to have to explain your time down here. So if y'all don't know, Okoye came down Man. to Dallas this past week. What did he be saying? I had a time Ooh. last weekend. God damn. That was fun, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun. But it was wild. <laughs> I try, I've been telling people the last couple of days, the vibe was just different. Yeah, you know, And, and I've been doing this. Time, it's my third season. Third season yeah. doing this down here in Dallas, right? Yeah. And outside of the playoff games and even then the playoff games it was weird energy to playoff games yeah. outside of playoff games this was by far the the most lit the, the 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 highest the energy has been the 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 aura around it it was it was fantastic man no matter where you went in Dallas or Arlington it was on yeah. fire man and you came to the game at walk-ons and yeah. and we'll just say you had a good time bro oh i had a great time <laughs> i had a great time I was drunk as hell man but I, I I kept together though. You I kept it together. together. I, told I keep you it together. The right. I used to manage a bar. You could tell now. I was like, you ain't even know I was lit. No. Like that. I know Jesse ain't know. I was like, I'm lit right now. Fam, when you told me, and you, I was like, how did you get to Austin, bro? How, how did you? He's like, I took a nap. <laughs> I, I had to, to go, go take an hour nap. I set an alarm, took a nap because I had to get back because my lady got to do something. I had to go to my daughter because she was uh, she wasn't taking she wasn't going to school. So I was like, I can't even push my flight back. I was gonna push the flight back and go grab a room and chill but i couldn't even push my flight back so i had to boogie and i drove from dallas to austin at like one o'clock in the morning then i stopped took a nap drove the rest of the way got on a plane with like 10 minutes to spare man i Let look me, like uh i look like a uh i look like that that i mean for lack of a better reference that oj simpson commercial when he's running through the airport you know <laughs> i'm running through the airport juking motherfuckers man. go ahead look akoye could have went, went home alone juice. You could have won Kevin, you know, running through the airport. He said, OJ. <laughs> Let me tell you the moment I knew you was lit, though. Let me tell you the moment I knew you was lit. How you know? So I'm a little dude, you know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big dude, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I dap up a Koye. And if y'all, Koye's solid, all right? Yeah. So I dap up a Koye. And the Koye, you know, when you dap up somebody, you pull him in. But Koye yeah. leaned in a little bit too hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Coy <laughs> Koye leaned a little bit too hard, almost knocked me over, man. The equipment over by I'm like, all right, Koye, lit. okay. All right, so every time I interacted with a Koye, I made sure you were sitting down, you know, yeah, at hey, the table. Up, I was like, I'm chilling. Yeah. I'm, over, I'm screaming, here we go, <laughs> at the TV. They was about to rumble in there. Some lady got up, some Eagles yeah. fan. She, she got up about to square up I with told a cowboy. About that. I said, oh, it is. It's like that in here, man. I, I, like, I was this shocked. Is my kind of party. Hey, tell them about the Eagle fans, though. They was Yo, they was in there. Oh, they came they came out to support. They came out yeah. something crazy. Even at the pregame, I went to the uh, the Dez uh, tailgate. All that it was wild. It's all over. So they the Eagles came came out to represent, but they got quiet real quick. Man, it was a quiet. It, it, it was quiet after. after it was a Hertz bunch of them in the bar, but they start it started getting empty. Like yeah. by the halftime. They start getting the hell up out of there. <laughs> After the Hurts fumble, it, yeah. it, the energy it was done for them. Yeah. Like it, they, they never, never they regained never made it. A peep. You forgot they was in there. Forgot it. the one time it got close was yeah. when uh, Jalen Carter scored, and yeah. you, you, you saw him kind of get back. But yeah. the Cowboys did did an amazing job, man. Just just shutting that all the way yeah. down. They they couldn't get anything going consistently, and, and they shut the Eagle fans up. There was I don't care. I mean, the playoffs is is great, but. I don't think there's any better time unless we play them in the playoffs or 49ers, two rivalries, right? There's no better time to be down there other than a home game against a rival like mm-hmm. that. That was the energy was just unreal. Once in a lifetime. I don't think I'm gonna get that feeling again for maybe 10 seasons because it had to be the perfect storm because of what we're playing for and what the both teams are doing. We're both 10 and 3 now. It was just the energy was just too crazy, man too crazy i don't think i'm gonna get that again it's like chasing a your first high or something i'm not gonna get that feeling again. a part of me wants this again for the third time if you know what i mean yeah a part yeah, of me I, wants yeah. that one more time if i gotta see one of the two top teams in the nfc mm-hmm. i want to see that one yeah i want to see that one and, and that energy i think will be met well i, I see why happen. you want to see him because well, he shoved our foot up all know. the way up into the you know what i mean you know what I'm yeah. saying? Let's actually talk about that though, you know. Oh, for sure. Um I have brought up the fumble, right? The mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles, uh Jalen Hurts fumble. In fact, I'm right. gonna show I'm gonna show this sounds of the sideline clip real quick. It, yep. it it's basically a, a couple clips mixed together of the safeties on the sideline, but the, the first play is is that fumble. So here we go. Here we right. go. In the gun with a fake and a keep up the middle. He's still running to the 20. Balls out. That clip pretty much tells you what happened in that game. They were ready to hit them boys, right? They were ready to to deliver those blows. And that first knockout punch, because I, I think that was one. The other one, I think, was was Ferguson, you know, knocking out old boy number 32, Reed Blankenship. But but that play right there, Okoye, uh, I think set the tone. And let me bring Okoye back up in here. I think yeah. set the tone for the Cowboys defense. Uh, and I, I don't think it was just that play, but that position group. The safeties, bro. We've been asking for the safeties to do what, Koye? Make plays, make your pheasants. It was yo. I said this to you right before. What I what I say to you when you were starting up? I said, uh, I said, I think you was doing here we go before Dak, right? 
I think so. Like on yeah, the show. Yeah, I think I, I he might watch you. And I, I think the same that. thing with the players. Like they they probably watching because I swear everybody we come at or we reference on this show has a week, uh, a good week, the very next game. Like it's like they listening, you know, because the safeties we were we were talking about Dono and we were talking about Curse and talking about, you know, the clock ticking on them with guys like Izzy and uh Wanye behind them. But they made you forget about that this yeah. week. And um I, I was uh I was uh I was pleased with the way they played. Dono looked like himself. Uh, Curse actually was, you know, moving all over the field and looked like himself, you know. And I and I like what we got out of those guys. So it's good to see that they stepped up and uh, and, and showed that they are still alive. Hooker too. Hooker all too. They yeah. all made plays and and you know the, the the physicality, the hits, the forced fumble, all that was amazing, right? But my favorite play, my mm-hmm. favorite play was the play where they ran a split zone read, and this is why because we've been getting killed with that. That yeah. play has been killing Dallas, not just with yeah. Philly. You know, yeah. San Fran, uh, I think the Chargers ran something similar. Like, the Cowboys haven't been able to cover it well. And yeah. it was the play that that kind of set them up to, to let them go up to 28 uh, to, was it 17 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. against the Cowboys, right? <clears throat> and I saw it coming from a mile away. I said, oh, there goes that split. Me and Okoye talked about it. Whenever yeah. they line up Dallas Goddard to the right side and he's lined up inside the tight end, that split zone is coming. So they yeah. did it. He pulls it out. <clears throat> they play action it. And who's right there with Dallas Goddard? J. Ron Curse. Yep. Step for step. So he makes yep. him come off that easy ABC Mickey Mouse read, because you know that's yep. what they do with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and he made him go to a second level read to Devontae Smith. And guess who was right, waiting right there Hooker to lay the egg? Yep. Malik Hooker. So yep. that play to me was my favorite play by the safeties, even though the fumble was huge. I just think that showed that, okay, they knew what they were up against. They knew this was a play they had to deal with. Right. And they shut that shit down, Okoye. I loved it. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was I loved beautiful. it, man. Uh, who else? The Gilly, Stefan Gilmore, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, keep calling, keep, keep calling him old. If that's what it takes, keep yeah, calling call him old, old every week. Y'all should call him old too. So just get get some t-shirts. Say old man, old man Gilly or something like that on it. You know what I mean? So he <laughs> can play like that the rest of the year. He, Piss him off. He played better pissed off. Yes, man. he does. And he's Piss steady. him off. He's steady, man. I think he's been steady for real for all year. No, he, he, Gilly's been playing great, in my opinion. Yeah. Like you know. If you told me that we would be this far into the season without Diggs and we wouldn't be, you know, screaming, we need corners, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'd, I'd say that's a win, and uh, Gilly's doing his thing. So I don't know what they're talking about. And then people don't really know how Gilly plays. Like, Gilly pre-snap, just like we say Dak does things pre-snap that, you know, is nuanced and other quarterbacks are just <laughs> not doing. Gilly does things from a corner perspective pre-snap to take away options, like – He'll take away your reads before you even snap the ball just off his alignment because he knows are right, from here they can run, you know, a dig, they can run slams, they can do this, that, and the third. He'll take that away just from where he's standing and his leverage that he takes. You know what I mean? And so when he's quiet in the game, it's because he's doing stuff like that all day. So when you have a shot at him, it's either you're gonna catch him slipping deep or you know, use your talent to run by him if you can if you can. And they haven't been able to do that either. So I, I like what he's doing. He plays smart. A lot like uh yes, Ty Law late in his career. Ty Law late in his career wasn't the fastest anymore, Loving wasn't the quickest, this. but was still making plays. And like, how is he still making plays? It was all in the mind. You know what I mean? He just knows where to be. So if you watch Vach's show, we had a fun bit on on Gilly yesterday where, you know, because Gilly don't get hype and, and he's very, if you ever listen to, to a Gilly talk, it's all yes, cool. yes, no. Yeah. And so we're giving him props and, and Brother L said, Gilly's like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Nah, but but I love when you. Cause, man, I feel like we, 
I don't know, man. I feel like you was like right next to me watching watching that kind of the, the 90s and early 2000s football because when you bring up these names, I'm like, yes. You know, yep. no, we don't talk about those players really anymore. We kind of either go all the way back. It's like the 80s and talk about Lawrence Taylor or something like that or, yeah. or, or Reggie White. But, man, the Ty Law, you know, yeah. names you drop. Some of the, some of the yeah. quarterbacks you drop. And then I love that, man. I love that. Yeah, that's, um, that's what it reminds me of. Gilly played fantastic, but not to be overshadowed. Deron Bland. Yeah, he might have not got targeted a whole bunch, but he only gave up two receptions for eight yards, had four tackles, and you yeah. saw, you know, him be physical. He, I, he's our most physical corner, uh, yeah. and he had two stops in that game. Let me ask you something, Okoye, because, <clears throat> you know, a lot of fans have been asking this question throughout the year, and, and I just didn't know how to feel about it just yet. Would you bring back Gilly next year? Hmm. He's on. He's 33, and he's getting up there, you know. Yeah. Um, I think you do, uh, just for the fact that Diggs is going to need time to mm-hmm. get back to full speed. I like and you, you want something familiar in the room. I like our three corners that we have here, and then I like Izzy coming in and like fighting for that position as well. And if he does shine and you know in training camp and can prove he can play outside, maybe maybe you give him some ticks. But having Gilly here is a safety blanket or yeah. security blanket for me, uh, and I think Diggs is going to need. Not a red shirt year, but he's going to be time. working his way back in next season. I don't want to put the pressure on Diggs to come out because he got the the contract to come out and try to prove that he's fine. I give him no, his year, that. let him do his thing. You know what I mean? And I think he'll be fine. I don't want any setbacks, so to speak. So I think you definitely consider bringing Gilly back for at least one more year. Uh, and you also draft, but you don't want to go into the season with a new guy. You know what I mean? I'd rather yeah. have Gilly there. And if you draft a stud, great. You just now you have extra. But uh, you know, I think that uh you definitely bring him back due to I, the fact that Trayvon is down. I'm in favor. I'm in favor for it. Uh when this question was posed like Matt early in the season, uh, especially after Diggs went down and Bland started showing out, it was like, Oh, well, you know what? Diggs, Bland, your outside guys. And that's still very well maybe the that's case be, in the yeah. future, right? Yeah. But I love how you brought up you know, Trayvon Diggs, the injury. that It might take yeah. some time, so you're, you're probably going to need to have that insurance on the other side in case Diggs right. may have to start on Pup or something crazy. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> nonetheless, I'd bring him back for that reason, right? And also, because now I could bump Bland back into the slot, and I got three bona fide studs. I know Gilly up there in age, but three bona fide studs, and I say, try me, you know? Well, well here's the thing. If you got Gilly or Diggs, let's just say they do it with Diggs because Diggs is injured. You got Diggs against your third, you know, your third option, and you're pushing uh, Bland back to the slot where right. he's just crazy. And you got Gilly against your big body, you know, receivers, and he's proven against DK and against AJ. That's where he is still that guy. Like you're not gonna muscle him off the football. You got that type of lineup, uh, you know, forcing forcing a guy to, to throw the ball at Diggs versus a number three option all day. I like those odds are, are throwing at Gilly with those two-way goals in the slot where he's made his name, really. He made his name. I'm not Gilly, but I'm Bland in the slot where he made his name. So I like that. I like that option. I definitely yeah. do. Hey, Trip Davis, Aces, if you don't like me talking about age, I don't know what you want me to do, bro. I'm <laughs> going to bring up age. It matters. Father time is undefeated. So, yeah, so yeah he's going to be 34 or whatever next year. But if he's still playing at a high level, you bring him back. But age definitely matters in this situation because how many people have beat, beat Father Time? Yeah. yeah, age age matters more when you have you know battle scars, and I think 
Gilly is a smart guy, smart guy that takes care of his body. I know I see guys referencing T. New, Terrence Newman in there. Yeah. He was another one of those guys. Didn't really get any injuries to the wheels early in his career at all. So he was able to play longer than most because they didn't get those energy. And Gilly doesn't He came in any. late, too. I, yeah. I keep forgetting. He came in as an old man. He came in like 24 or something like that. 24. Yeah, T. New was old. T. New was old. He was that guy. He still played pretty well when he went over to uh, Cincinnati. And when in he Minnesota? Went over to Minnesota, yeah. He yeah. played well. Yeah. All right, let's get into the, the, the film aspect of it, of how this thing went down out there in uh, AT&T Stadium, if you're ready for it, Koye. Yeah, I'm ready, man. Let's go. Let me jump over here. Boom. Early on, I know some of you guys who were watching on Twitter, you, you got this in the silent treatment without the uh, without the noise. But what I put here, the reason I put this stuff out here is because a lot of the things you'll see against Josh Allen uh, will work. I mean, against um, uh, Hertz, you'll will work against Josh Allen as well. I'm sorry about that. But um, you want to have chaos in the pocket. I saw early on what we did in this game. I was amazed by. I didn't mind the fact that he got the penalty on that because uh, Micah went out there and punched Lane Johnson right in the face. Right you know in the face. I mean? Immediately broke his nose. You know what I mean? I I love that. And then Tank was just doing what Tank naturally does. But um, the reason I say that these things work is because, as you see here. Uh, they, they had options, you know, with Goddard right there deep, right? But when you have that chaos in the pocket and you don't allow Hurts to get upfield, he can't make the throws and step into those throws the same way he would if Hankins had not been there to close that that uh, that running lane off. And those things work against Josh Allen, you'll see on film as well, because um, KC was doing a lot of the things you see us doing here. Playing coverage, trying to get home with four, and when they're blitzing, they're blitzing with speed. You know, they're bringing speed at them, just like we're bringing Dono. We asked for that, didn't we, Koya? Exactly what we asked for. Just like we're bringing Dono here. Those, those types of things work. So the things we did against the Eagles will work against Josh Allen. You know, you got to make sure you're covering deep, and he has other things. So one thing we talked about back back uh, behind the, the scenes was he's not a guy. A lot of people compare Josh Allen to Hurts. And that's their running capability and their ability to hurt you outside of the pocket, yes. But Josh Allen can scan from the pocket. I mean, he's a scanner from the pocket. So you don't want to just leave him in the pocket, you know, able to dice you up because he will dice you up. Yeah. Whereas Hurts, I think you you definitely want to make sure – you want to make him play quarterback, you know, traditionally, and you have more, you know, more uh, success doing that. Now, we did a great job. I wanted to – we just gave our guys kudos, so I don't need to go in and give everybody their individual accolades for this film. But schematically, I liked some of the things that we were doing uh, because we're playing two guys that play similar. And Josh Allen is one of those guys where it, once he spills out of the pocket, you know, you don't want to let him get his shoulders turned up filled because he's definitely a threat there. But moving him around, and we talked about this too, moving him around and actually having your defense practice – scramble drills sort of you know i know you practice scramble drills with your receivers offensively but you want to practice scramble drills against this this um this offense because once he moves off the mark he stares down his target so much that you get opportunities to, uh, like the, the, the chiefs have plenty of opportunities and i'll pause this real quick because i want to touch on this point but, yeah yeah but but the chiefs have plenty of opportunities four interceptions in this game due to the fact that once Josh Allen chooses a side and he starts to move his feet, if you travel with him on the, from the back end as a, as a zoned uh, corner, you can jump into a lot of passing lanes with him. I think he throws a lot of interceptions because of that. I, I would argue, and I would have to go back and look at all the film, but I would argue that he probably doesn't throw all of his interceptions from the pocket unless he's rushed because from the pocket, he can do a lot of the things we like to see Dak doing. 
moving guys with his eyes, you know, looking safeties off, holding guys. He can do all that. It's just that he doesn't always have time. So when he gets happy feet, that's when you can get him locked in or locked down feel on somebody. Um, excuse me, on somebody, <clears throat> and you can take advantage of him. Uh, KC came out with a lot of two high looks, and they were playing off and just keep, you know, trying to get home with three or four. And they did a good job with this. Like a lot of the plays where he was forced to pull the ball down where with them just say, hey, keep him in the pocket. And then, like I said, don't let him get turned up field. Shadow him and stay in front of him, whether you're spying him with somebody or you're taking a, 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 a DB and trying to just keep in front of him. Because if he can't run and you, you got a guy in front of him and you're playing coverage, he does things hey, like that. He, he Go ahead. Before you finish, go ahead, finish your thought. But before that, I want to I want to kind of touch on this generally before we break down the Bills film. So go ahead, finish your thought on that because I saw you still had some film up there. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh you did oh you 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 turned that off already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> oh, can... I can't even see that. Yeah. I'm looking at the stuff. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Run that one oh, back. Run that run that particular okay, one so back go before back we break it to, all the way down. Go back to all the Josh Allen film? Not all of it. Just your last uh, point. I okay. didn't know we were going right into to the Josh Allen. To, oh to, okay to my the bad. because I'm okay. in a different screen. I can't see what you're doing. All right. So Basically, I'm just saying, like, well, you'll see in the film. We'll get back to it. So I'll let you go ahead and finish your point because uh, you're going to see everything I'm saying in the film in a second. If you guys couldn't see it, you're going to see it now. Yeah, I want to kind of generally talk about the Bills prior to getting into to the actual oh, film because, there, you know, I think there's some things to, to build up to, to talk about when it comes to the Bills offense. And number one for me mm-hmm. is that this isn't very much like the Cowboys offense. I don't think this is the same offense from earlier in the year. Right. Um, they had Ken, oh, yeah, yeah. Ken Dorsey gotta, was the offensive coordinator, exactly right? right? I think that's that's huge. That's huge yeah. to bring up because yeah. if you go back and you look at uh, and, and I, like I told you in the behind the scenes, I kind of mistakenly did this. I wanted to say, well, let me go watch the Denver. Game. I, I did it watch, too. And I just said that it's not it's not apple to apple. You're right. Mm-mm. I wanted to watch the Denver game, uh, the Jets game, and 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 uh, I think it was the Kansas City game. So as I'm watching the Denver game, it, it struck me about towards the end of that game, like. Because it looked different. I'm like, this looked different than what it was, when it was against Kansas City. And I'm like, why? And I'm like, oh, they fired Ken Dorsey right after this game. That's why yep. it looked different. Yep. So I uh, went and watched the Jets game, went and watched the uh, Chiefs game. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of night and day in what they do in, in, in spurts, right, in moments. And a lot of what I've noticed that Joe Brady wants to do, by the way, that's their offensive coordinator now, is he uses a whole lot of pre-snap stuff. He tries to stress you out post-snap. It is very San Fran-ish, Okoye. Very, very, very San Fran-ish. But I don't think they have the the the, the sweat equity built up into this thing to, to know how to do it like Kyle Shanahan. Right. But, boy, they can catch you if, if you're not on your game with all that pre-snap motion and sending guys one way. Next thing you know, Dalton Kincaid is boom. Or they're sending – you know, you talk, you talk about it behind the scenes. Gabe Davis, wide open for a touchdown at the end of that game – against yeah. the, uh, the the Kansas City Chiefs. Almost the same play. We was wide open against the Eagles, and mm-hmm. Josh Allen, for whatever reason, just missed them. So yeah. I, I think, you know, Joe Brady is the kind of the wild card in this whole thing since they fired Ken Dorsey, Okoye. Right, right, 100%. And, you know, you can you can tell that uh, Josh Allen is uh, comfortable there Like yeah. when, when it comes to getting the ball out quick. When he gets a look that he likes, like that touchdown to Cook, uh, you know, you 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 can't hesitate with this guy. When he get a look like that, he likes he's on it, and his arm talent is crazy. Because uh, every time Casey got into, you'll see it in the film. Every time they got into a single high safety look, whether it was cover three or cover one, 
uh, he attacked it well when he had time. So the, the best approach to dealing with him in this offense is keeping his feet moving. I noticed that, you know, KC, if there was one thing that they did well, it was, you know, make him uneasy in the pocket the entire game. Mm-hmm. And that's your best chance of beating him is keeping him moving around. Although getting outside of the pocket, he is definitely at his most dangerous, just like an animal is at his most dangerous when they're at their most desperate. Uh, he is as well when you put his back up against the building. But uh, that's your best chance to beat him because if you let him have time in the pocket, he is not hurt. If he has time in the pocket and he's comfortable, he's going to hurt He'll you. deliver. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, like I told you uh, backstage, you know, people hit me up saying, hey, man, just do the Jalen Hurts, you know, game plan. I'm like, nah, this is different. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, he can actually skip. In fact, yeah. and I'll, I'll explain this in detail. The Eagles offense is not designed for Jalen Hurts to scan the field, sit in the mm-hmm. pocket, and go through three reads and deliver the ball. It is designed to get the ball out and read one. If read one's not there, nine times out of ten, run. Or read two, and if read two is not there, nine times out of ten, get the hell out of Dodge. It's not really designed to to, to have complex concepts. Different story here with Buffalo. I love their concepts. One-two-go offense with the Eagles. They got some some fun concepts behind it. Um, And we talked about how Josh Allen is going to make you cover twice. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that 2.3, 2.5 seconds, and then right after that, you, it ain't over. You got to play through the whistle because he's he's silly when it comes to some of the throws he can make off platform, and, and I'm sure you'll show some of them. I oh, got yeah, some yeah, of yeah. them up in here yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Now yeah. I don't know. Do you do you have any of do you have any of James Cook in this film session? Because I want to talk on him, talk about him for a quick second. Number four. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I got his touchdown that he had, and then I have a, a outlet pass. I didn't do anything on the ground really, but okay. I have an outlet pass. He got on in the flat and ran up the sideline as well. So I was just showing that he's dangerous. Yes, sort of like uh, Brian was it Brandon or Brian Robinson with the uh, and 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 Gibson and as well with uh, Washington sure. football people. Um, they use him a lot like that. Like they're throwing, they will throw him the ball up mm-hmm. the seam deep. They don't care. So mm-hmm. you can't just assume that when he's running in motion, because I think they caught uh, Casey on that touchdown. They caught him in motion. They they thought he was going to run to the flats, and he got that linebacker to set his feet down, and he just ran right by him. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can't play with him as if he's just a flat option. He's not. He'll run a rail route on you real yep. quick. Yep. I, I was I thought I had to play up here, but it's probably the next play. But the reason why I wanted to bring him up because I do think they have a pretty solid one-two punch in James Cook and, and Murray. But mm-hmm. again, goes back to to Joe Brady. Since he's become the offense coordinator, they've been using him deliberately mm-hmm. as a pass catcher, not just as a oh we're gonna just dump it off to you as an outlet, Koya. Yeah. Nah, yeah. he got 16 targets, 14 receptions, two touchdowns, and he's averaging. Uh, 12 yards per reception over the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, it is deliberate. So if they see something yeah. on film, if they see, you know, your backer can't deal with him, your safety can't deal with him, they would target him in that in that but, pass game. But we yeah. got a Marquise Bell. And I, do that yeah, I was about to say, you, you know it. I knew you was going there. Because mm-hmm. um, this is a game where I would say Bell is going to be an eraser when it comes to uh, Cook due to the fact that Bell has that safety flex. He can move around. He does great. I think he did a great job last week against Swift and and Scott and um, and Gainwell as well. You usually see Gainwell especially get out in the space and start to make some noise. But I think we we talked about our safety play, and I guess you can call Bell a safety too. But we talked about our safety play last week, but we didn't give the linebackers a lot of credit um, due to the fact that you know they weren't 
you know, the, they weren't really asked to stop the yeah, run that run it, Right, yeah. exactly. But uh, Bell did a great job in coverage, coverage. last week. Yeah, and he forced the fumble too, I think. Yeah, He's going to uh, be key in this one against yeah. James Cook. Uh, mm-hmm. Along with, in my opinion, whoever the hell was at defense and on that left side. So if it's if it's D Law, which usually mm-hmm. you know it, it is, it's mm-hmm. going to be important. Or that right side, I should say, because they run yeah. to the right to the Cowboys' right, their left, mm-hmm. and that's where Cooks has made his money. Thirty-eight carries, two hundred forty-nine yards, averaging a ridiculous six point six yards per carry to the left side, and they do it in a variety of ways. They'll they'll do a toss that way. Uh, they'll do, you know, some some uh, split zone stuff that way. They're pulling their tackles. They'll pull their damn tackle from the opposite side. Usually you see a guard or maybe a center if you got a Kelsey type. They're pulling tackles. They've, they've got, you know, a fullback or something in there. They are running to that left side deliberately, and they're getting a lot of yards. So, Koye, yeah. we, we talk about D-Law being that dude, right? Uh, maybe you put D-Law on that side. Today, that's exactly what you or, do. or on Sunday instead of on the, on on the Cowboys left side. Yep, that's exactly what you do with him. You put him at the point of attack and you live with it. You know, both him rotate some Chauncey and uh, Sam Williams in there on that side as well. Guys that like to deal with you know the mess because as long as we're you know staying on the outside, not letting him get to the edge, I think you can limit some of that that he likes to do out there. Now. You know, when D when D Law's off the field, that's why I said Chauncey. Like when he's spelled out and he's off the field, Chauncey, Chauncey yeah. out there. And I say that because Dorrance has a, a habit of jumping and he did it in this game too. He has a habit of jumping inside. And sometimes they don't make him pay for it. But um I think that you want someone who has a a run stopper mentality who can also squeeze and collapse the pocket from that side over there in this game, especially. Yeah. I'm really curious to see without Hankins, right? Because mm-hmm. there's going to be no Jonathan Hankins in this game. So they're going to be asking yeah. Mozzie Smith to step up. Um, mm-hmm. Carl Davis, I'm not sure if you got a chance to take a look at Carl Davis or if you remember Carl Davis. Um, something I didn't know, I did notice, by the way, maybe sidebar conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got When he got cut by the Patriots, you know, fans were kind of coming out and upset. And he was like, nah, don't be upset. I didn't, I didn't do good enough. This is the mm-hmm. business. I got to be better. And he owned up to it, right? Yeah. And he said, I promise you, this next stop, I'm going to make, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I'm like, okay. Now's your your shot. I'd imagine yeah. they're going to call call Carl Davis up. They're going to yeah. count on Neville Gallimore and Mozzie Smith. But mm-hmm. I'd like to see the six foot five, three hundred forty pound uh, nose tackle in there in this game for yeah. at least ten or so snaps. Yeah, they probably will call him up, and uh, you you probably will see a little bit more Chauncey uh, in there rotating as well. Chauncey doesn't get as much credit as he should against the run because you know he's he's a rotational guy. But uh, Chauncey is a—he's nasty versus running. Even in the Eagles game, you see a lot of a lot of good reps from Chauncey. So I, I think Chauncey probably will get a little bit more snaps this yep. game than we're used to, and um, it—it's it, a good thing. It's a good thing. I like I like how violent he plays. He's undersized to play, obviously, to be a replacement full time for Hankins. But they'll find creative ways to use him uh, alongside Mozzie and you know, and, and probably Nev as well. You know, but I like uh, I like what Chauncey gives us violent wise. Like he's he's just as violent as D Law, man. He's a violent guy, man. I love him. Yeah. Now before we, we get back into the film, um, gotta talk about their their weapons, right? We talked mm-hmm. about James Cooks. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs. 
I mean, I don't know what his numbers I mean, are looking like, even though I just did all this film, so I'm just watching film, right? Yeah. But it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like Stefan Diggs is having that crazy year that he was having yeah. in the past. You know what I'm saying? You're right. I, I don't. Uh, I didn't see it on, but he's he's streaking on film, but him and Gabe. Uh, but yeah, I, I I didn't see it either. You're right. Like, but I what I'm getting like, at is, it don't yeah. matter. He's, he's yeah. still. You know, you better pay attention. <laughs> he's still a problem. With that said, what you think though? You think uh, you think. Gilly or, or Bland is the guy. Which Bro. one do you put on Stefan Diggs if you had to have so, a guy follow? So I was watching, I think it was the Chiefs game, and mm-hmm. I came away from that game like, how old is Diggs? How old is I had, I had to go look. I don't know. You know and I think, he, I think he just hit like 30 or 31 or something like that. I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's outside. Maybe it's the elements. But yeah. I, said, I didn't see the <laughs> Diggs, right? And uh, I know he can do all that. I know he's special. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I was like, Man, I think Gilly can match up with him, you know. Because initially yeah. I was saying, "Well, I want to put the athletic, athletic dude on the athlete," yeah. you know. And Gilly kind of been dealing with the brutes, the big guys, the right. and that's Gabe Davis. But I'm right. like, with the way he runs his routes, he's really good, man. Like he's still yeah. an amazing route runner. And yeah. Gilly, I think can 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 compete Take away mentally. Some of those concepts, yeah. Yes, from a mental yeah, yeah, aspect. Yeah. So I I personally don't think they're going to travel this game. But if you if you ask me a question, I say, hey man, Gilly on a hot streak. Yeah, let's I like I like happening. how Gilly playing. Yeah, you know? exactly. And uh, I mean, Bland, you know, he made he made uh, his his uh, he made up for the week prior. I think he made made up for it in that game with the interception. But uh, I think he made up for that Seattle game last week with yeah. the way he played. And uh, this is another game if you're going to say, hey, Bland has an opportunity to get to uh, you know nine or ten interceptions. Is this game because Josh Allen is going to give him opportunity? Oh, so yeah. uh, I would rather Bland uh, playing against Gabe due to the fact that he's going to take shots deep with him. Plus, he's not the first option. So if I, if I want Bland to be able to kind of not ignore a guy but peel off his guy, I would rather him peel off of a Gabe every once in a while than a Diggs. If you're on Diggs, you play in phase and you just pay attention to him all game. You know, yeah. just you're not going to get as many opportunities. Whereas I think on Gabe, he he has an option sometimes. If he can jump something on the trips where they're all on the same side, he might be able to jump some things and uh, or, or peel off and uh, undercut some things. And I like Bland being able to do that more so than Gilly. I think Dalton Kincaid has taken over Gabe Davis as his second favorite option, Josh mm-hmm. Allen's second favorite option. Yep. Um, and, and again, you go back to that play. It's, it's on the film that, that you might even have it on your film as well. But you I don't know, think I have a lot of Kincaid in there. No, uh, he had dog, he had Gabe Davis wide. Oh, I saw that open. one. I, mean, I think I saw that open. one. If we if we talk about the same play, yeah, uh, at the end of the Chiefs game, and, yeah, and it was he, like a same route, uh, and he got pushed off the mark, like he never got the ball off. Is that the one you're talking about? No, nah, he just stared down Dalton. I, I don't know why. He oh, did this. no, it was a great concept. Play. They they had uh, I think it was trips left. They mm-hmm. they, they they sent Gabe Davis kind of just. It, it was up the seam, but it was from the outside, which is mm-hmm. interesting. So they kind of, he kind of just slow rolled it and went right up the seam. They sent mm-hmm. Dalton Kincaid right behind that, kind of like on a wheel concept, and Maybe he I just yeah. faked it. He faked it uh, to whomever that was. Might have been Diggs, and he stares down Dalton Kincaid. He has Gabe Davis. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 that's the most wide open you're ever going to get in National Football mm-hmm. League, and I he just ignores him. So yeah. the, you know, not only do you see the receptions for for Kincaid, sixty one second mm-hmm. leading receiver. But then you see stuff like that, and I'm like, okay, Gabe Davis has fallen out of favor, you know, with Josh Allen. So Dalton Kincaid to me is is the next guy. And Kincaid, we all knew he was a good tight end coming into the league. He's had a really solid year, two touchdowns, 61 receptions. 
Um, he hasn't really shown off the the you know receiver aspect yet, like downfield a whole lot. But yeah. he's, he's very comfortable. I noticed underneath, he knows how to find a hole, catch it, secure it. And Josh Allen's going to find Dalton Kincaid. So, hey, J. Ron, let's repeat that thing, right? Let's have a repeat yeah, game on. because they're you know test you want you want to stick around they and this is the game. You. you know, this is a game for you. They yeah. going to test you. And then, uh, as you guys can see here in the preview. Uh, their offense, they are second rank once they get down there into the red zone. And to me, that is all Josh Allen. Yeah. <laughs> That's all oh, Josh Allen. I, I put a play in there where he just ran over the whole defense. I was like, dang, he just, he like a fullback. Yes. They stopped him at the three-yard line. He still got in there. I'm like, damn. And that is where it, it, it'll be a wild card, Okoye. Like, like you know what you're going to get from Josh Allen mm-hmm. running the rock, mm-hmm. but until you – you see him running it until you feel him running it. It's a whole different ball game. One Den- thing I'll say about these guys, though, man, we've been doing it all year, whether good or bad, getting penalties or not. They play. They told that line of "We dare you to try to run with your quarterback." They dare you to do it, and sometimes they get beat, but they dare you. Like uh, Hertz ran out to the perimeter, and um, I think it was uh, Bell. Bell just falls into his ribs. Boom. Right, and then you see him kind of hurl so, over. He ain't want to get up after that. So we we'll put this, a hurting on you if different. you decide to run that way. I know Josh this Allen different. is different, and, and I'm yeah, with you normally nine times out of ten. <laughs> We're gonna smack him I, around a little bit. Nine man. times out of ten, and I said it last week. Hit hurts because hurts is. Oh yeah, I think he's a little so. Hurts is is mushy. Hurts yeah. is hurting. He ain't yeah. he. This yeah. this country like strong, ben roethlisberger man. wyoming he don't give a damn about, I, I watched him get hit so many times during it he don't care about that hit him sure don't get me wrong yeah, hit yeah, his ass, but don't yeah. get hurt trying to hurt him oh, no, because you know what i'm saying he's this yeah. isn't this is different like you said this is yeah. ben roethlisberger on steroids you can hit yeah, ben all game ben like i don't give a damn even ben broke eventually you know what i'm saying we got some hitters so i i'm that's that's the matchup i want to see i want to see how many times we can get a hat on him? You know what I mean? Because that's he's gonna give you an opportunity to he do will. it. Whereas other quarterbacks are running out of bounds, they sliding. Josh but, will jump over. But here's you, what I'd rather him do. Like, he gonna try to jump. He like that. He gonna jump over you. Here's what I'd rather him do. Forget mm-hmm. trying to take him out the game. One thing I mm-hmm. noticed with Josh Allen because he's still a quarterback at the end of the day. Go for the ball. Yeah. Go yeah, go go for the ball. Kind of like what they did at Hurts, where you had one guy who might have been delivering a hit, the other guy's trying to take the rock. Go for the rock, man, because he, you know, he still turns the ball over and he's gonna throw you one, but he also can give you one from a fumble standpoint. So while you might want to go try to deliver a hit, I hate these these the way these new dudes hitting now. It's, it's just no arms, no wrapping up. They just throwing a hit and they shoulder in there. Mm-hmm. Go for the peanut punch. Go for the uh, strip yeah. we, while we you're wrapping up well. or something. Yeah, we do. So this is uh Dan Quinn talking about you know the mobility. And comparing actually to Jalen Hurts, uh, I would say there is you know similar styles to these guys who are really tough, strong runners, and I would count Allen and Hurts uh, you know near the top of the, that list where not only can they make you miss, but they can also try to run you over like a running back. And so for guys like that, there's quarterback draws and escaping out of the pocket and designed quarterback runs. And so those are the things as we go through the week that we'll get more prepared with. But uh, yeah, he certainly um, you know so far what I've seen. Uh, some exceptional plays by him on tape, much like Hertz has. Yeah, that's that's absolutely the fact. And uh, we know we have to affect the quarterback, and that has to go down. And uh, so for you know quarterbacks that can get outside the pocket and create on the move, that's a really big deal. So we don't allow that to happen. So sometimes you may have to try to cage somebody in, even though you may not have the best rush move in mind. So that's kind of the, 
the balance of it all of working together. And uh, this quarterback will push us to the limits this week as well. Somebody had asked asked him about, you know, do you, how do you contain him? Do you put him in the pocket? Do you just say, how do you battle? Let's get home. Let's get up, field and rush. And wait, we can't let him just step up and then take off. Because Josh Josh will do that too. That's what they asked Dan Quinn. Par- parallel, man. That's that's what I was saying. Casey did a good job of. Yeah, they they kept him in the pocket, but they were they were they were going after him, but they kept a guy out there that was able to peel off. And Jones is is a, a fast big guy, so he was able to stay over the top and keep him, you know, from running forward. So keep his shoulders from squaring up north to south. That's when he's a problem because now he really has the option to run. When he starts to escape out, just mirror him. And um, I think you'll see a lot of uh, a lot of they'll take turns doing it. You might see some safety play uh, where, you know, maybe uh, Wilson, if he's free on a play, will be doing it. You might see some Micah doing it every once in a while. But they'll take turns spying him from from the A gap. You know what I mean? They'll stay over the top of that center and then wait for him to spill out left or right and mirror him, you know, rather than go after him and make him, you know, make a choice with his feet because he is like a running back. You want to just mirror him. And, and keep his eyes going downfield because he'll lock on while he's doing that. And when he locks onto that side of the field, those guys who are off ball, who have already, like you said, covered their initial route, mm-hmm. they now can converge in and help on that front side of the play. And that's where I saw a lot of opportunities. Like I said, they, the interception that he did throw, that's exactly how it happened. Um, I think it was 38. I'm not sure. That's Sneed, right? I think it was Sneed. I'm not sure. No, it was actually number 27. Don't know who that is for KC, but yeah, he was he covered on the far side of the field, you know, in zone, and he just watched, and he you could see where his trajectory. I showed it in the film, but you, he just watched where Josh Allen was going with the ball, and he just slowly ran across the field with him on a scramble drill. And Josh does not pay attention to anything that's coming from the left side of the field. He's locked on, and uh, he threw an interception due to that. So, I think yeah. that's what you do with him. You know, get him out of the pocket. He's going to lock on to somebody downfield while he's being frustrated by your guys that are, are in his face. Casey did a great job of that, and they limited him due to that. But uh, I think with our offensive firepower, because Casey didn't have the – they don't have – we already know they don't have the receiving options this year to really hurt you the way they could, you know, with – They ain't the got the offense play. right now, yeah. Right. I think with our offense playing a similar style of defense that Casey – exhibited i think we can uh, definitely limit him and then take advantage of some of the things that he does so um i think that's the blueprint the way clay the, the way kc played him is great that's how you know defensively and the way we play offensively i think will ex- will put more pressure on him to have to try to keep up and make plays which will give you even more opportunities for turnovers and and desperation plays out of him because he is a he is a guy that when you can when you make him desperate oh yeah when you make him desperate that's when he's he's at his most dangerous but that's when he's also the more dangerous to himself you know what yep. I mean Be, no so no exactly both, both you, ways he, you know you, you pick your poison he's a wild boy it's yeah. the reason why I say on on Twitter you know Josh Allen got to chill well I watched the film and I, I, I <laughs> he got to chill he got to chill he got relaxed man I, I text y'all in in, in in the Illuminati chat we were talking about the game and I, and I just was laughing I'm like yo Josh Allen is hilarious. Yeah. He's a, he's a hilarious dude to watch because he's yeah. ridiculously talented, but he he does stupid stuff and stupid he stuff in a good way, that. stupid stuff in a, in, in a bad way, yeah. and it's it's silly stuff like how did you how did you do that? Why did you do that? And and right. and that's the reason why he got interception or a turnover. Right. Um, the hero ball stuff is so real, man. I, I notice if you if you get them in third and medium or longer, that's that's where he's going. He's not trying to throw the ball away. Fair. He's going to try to make something happen. 
And last week we got asked about a spy, and I was somebody said, you know, if we put Mike as a spy for Hurts. I'm like, you don't need a spy for Hurts. Hurt this that wasn't a game for a spy. This game is not necessary. This game, though, mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see you doing yeah. spy type stuff with him yeah. because what Brady and them are trying to do is they're trying to get routes out. They're trying, mm-hmm. they're trying to, and their routes got to develop a bit. So yeah. while last year it was, or last week it was pressure, pressure, pressure. Mm-hmm. This week to me is cover, cover, cover. Because if you can cover on that back end, Josh Allen's going to try to make a play. We got the dudes. I watched, uh, what's number 11 for Jermaine Johnson. And, mm-hmm. and, and Jermaine Johnson get held a bunch in that game. Dawkins, while he's okay, left tackle. I don't think he can mess with Mike and them boys. Mm-hmm. I watched some of those guys get after Josh Allen on that second cover. We mm-hmm. talked about how Josh Allen's going to make you cover twice. And that's where yeah. that interception came. So you yeah. gotta you got to be ready to pounce on it because Josh Allen's going to make you cover twice. And if you've got either a... A rushing spy, or you got a cover spy. I think those are two different things. Yeah. The cover spy could be the guy that had to pick against yeah. the, in the Kansas City game, which we'll show here in a second. Right, right, right. The rushing spy can be Russian spy. They go, they go, cut your stream off. <laughs> Just notice what I said. Russian spies. The rushing spy. There you go. Got to pronounce that. You know, AI don't know the difference. Oh no, boy, know. they hear that. They they about to. <laughs> They hear that, they're going to be like, all right, Sky, wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. But no, seriously, they, yeah. if they have a rushing spy, I think that's different. And that's where, okay, he's going to try to break down with that second look and now get after his ass and force him, force him to one side. But yep. you've, you've got the film to actually mm-hmm. show everybody exactly what you're talking about. So let's let's jump back into the film, McCoye. Yeah, I, I didn't know where we stopped at, so I just stopped. That's fine. Wherever I was, yep. All right, let's see where we at here, boom. All right, on this play, like I said, this is just a, a example of the coverage that that um, KC was running. They ran a lot of too high safety looks. This is cover two here, but they ran a lot of this stuff and then just kept him in the pocket like we just were talking. As you can see, if you look at the center, you know, you see uh, that's Chris Jones. He's just standing there, see? So he's playing spy just to keep him behind the line of scrimmage. That's all you're trying to do with him because once he go, once he chooses a side, he locks on and he's going to do something frantic with the football. So that's what you get an opportunity for big plays because you're going to see a couple of plays here where he actually does get the ball to Kincaid or get the ball to Cooks, and they, yeah. they, they, they do make some plays when he does that. But he also get opportunities. Now, this is, this is what they did against uh, – Oh, this is too high as well. My bad. I, was, I thought this was a single high look, but this was this is just another example of what Casey was doing with uh, with their looks. They ran a lot of too high shell and just kept him in the pocket. And you see there, they're spilling out. They have they both linebackers are playing spy on both sides. They kind of double spied him on this play. But when you when you when you stretch, allow him to stretch the play, but don't allow him to get north to south because when he gets north to south, he can run and he also. You know, he's, he's keeping his eyes upfield very well. He's very disciplined when it comes to keeping his eyes upfield. I just put that in there. Um, this is something that Dorrance does a lot, and so does Fowler. They, they crash the B-gap a lot. Yep. And when you do that against him, he doesn't have a problem getting away. Like, he he reads that well, and he'll do this to you, like, routinely. So you don't want to play with him that way. You definitely want to keep him in the pocket and sort of collapse the pocket rather than just pursuing. And if you're going to go after him, attack him with speed. So you want Don, this is a Dono game. This is a game where yes. we don't rush J. Lou a lot. But That's if you my spot, bro. choose a game to to blitz a a uh, a J. Lou or a guy from the nickel, is this game because those are the guys that get to him. They did the same. Actually, KC did a great job against Hurts too doing this. 
and they did this to uh josh as well they're gonna blitz him with 27 on this play and that's that pre-snap motion that you were looking at and this is one of the few times that kc actually came out with a single high look and that's because they rolled that safety down late and as you can see, I paused it here, but you can see the seam right developing, but you also can see the flat. So right now, that safety, that's that that nickel that's standing there watching, he keep has that a, pause. It, huh? Keep I that pause you. when you're done. All right, I'm keeping it. But yeah, that he's he's sitting there. He has a choice. He can he can ride that uh that uh running back up the seam, or he can rush to the flat. But right now, Josh already knows where he's going with this ball. It's, it's already too late. It's a, it's a wrap. But I, I got it still paused for you. Go ahead, do your thing. So this this was a great design, I think. And this was this was in the first quarter, first possession, I believe. So it was their first 15. And this is what Joe Brady would do, very similar to a San, a San Francisco situation. Yep. Nine times out of 10, this look, the running back is running a Texas route or a choice route. So they're, yep. they're going to read the linebacker break and break yep. out. I think they use their own tendencies against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Most teams are going to have that line, that running back do the break and have the tight end go up the seam. Had the tight end yep. went up the seam, I think the safety covers him. So with the tight end breaking in front of Bolton, Bolton has yep. to acknowledge it. And and once he acknowledges that, if you look at the running back, he's not even worried about a choice route. This was a deliberate run up the seam route behind the yep. tight end and yep. put pressure on the safety. This is actually a very easy read, low key, because if yep. the safety plays back, I just mm-hmm. dump it off to the running back to the left, and he's going to get a hell of a lot of yak, might even score. Yep. If he steps up, I don't care about your free rusher from the end. Nah. I know I got a wide-open touchdown, and when you yep. let it play, that's exactly what happens. Yep. You blitz him, you better get there because that safety was too far out. I think that's Reed. That was too far out on the other side of the hash. There's no way he makes this play. It's a wrap. Very well designed, yeah. and they caught him in motion. As I said, it's like if you're going to blitz him, you better get home. You know, they brought they brought a safety at him. So you want to bring speed at him when you do blitz. But he read that prior to and it was no way you were getting underneath that. So they will kill you with their design. Yep. And as you said, their scheme, their scheme definitely is uh, a lot better than it was in the early weeks because they're not so stagnant with the football. They give him quick places to go with the ball on a regular basis. Now, when you do keep him, as I said, you keep him in the pocket and you watch what he's doing. He will take you to the ball because he'll lock on like right now see he's locked on already and reed sees that he knows he has help inside so he's going to peel off he's going to peel off and get underneath this route so we have guys that are ball hawks like this so he'll give you opportunities like that all day and i think sneed probably would have intercepted that had reed not you know jumped it anyway so they arm arrogance they were all over it and he gives you opportunities for stuff like that all day you know what I mean? I said Hooker will be tested in this one because when we, we like to go single high a lot more than KC. Yeah. KC, I don't think they're as good a cover one, cover three team as we are, but we're arrogant with it. As you can see, we'll we'll keep Hooker out there over the top all day long. And uh, when Josh sees this, you know, he's going he's gonna to take a shot at you. You will be tested. I'm not saying Hooker's not up for it, but uh, as you can see here, as soon as you see these single high looks, every time I saw him, I'm like, Yo, like he had an opportunity in this one. He got run off of this, yep. off of the mark. But you can see how dangerous that is. Uh, and, and and he had a two-way go. So no matter what, you know, he had that safety, had to respect the same option that was on the left side. And uh, that left the, the right side open. But Josh Allen just couldn't get back over to it. You know what I mean? If he could have got over to it, if he would have recognized it. Yeah. So you got to bring that pressure in his face and make sure he can't just sit back there in the pocket because he'll hurt you with this type of stuff. There's the rail route that I was talking about. Like he runs to that running back, ran to the flat, Cooks runs to the flat, and then Josh just waits for him to clear that linebacker. And it's 
big play after big play when he sees that. So they will hurt you with the back out of the backfield. And I'm not talking about flat routes. They will throw the ball downfield to him all day long. So this is a game where Bell will be asked to show his safety abilities more so than his linebacker play. You know what I mean? Because he's going to have to cover Cooks a lot. You know what I mean? Um, again, you know, playoff, I put here, like you, you said it as well. You want to play coverage, coverage, coverage. Same thing. Playoff, keep him in the pocket. Force him to hold the ball and move around in the pocket, not mm-hmm. just bounce. See, they have him moving. And then late, you know, as he comes off of his second read, you see Jones gets his hands on him. That's the shit I'm just, talking about right there. he'll just <laughs> the ball out there and do some crazy stuff with the football. This is where you want Josh yet. But also, that's where he's most dangerous. Because if Kincaid catches that, you know, that's that's that could be a big play. But you can see that this is what uh, KC, you know, they, they trained against – hurts to do that you know what i mean and they played him very similar to the way they play hurts and they'll give you an opportunity to get a body on him but they kept so many spies in his face that it was ridiculous you know but you can mm-hmm. see how smart he is even when you're doing that he's not a guy that's going to pull that ball down and do something you know like uh just take a sack you know he's looking to push yeah. the ball downfield even when you do that and when he actually does run as you can see here they stopped him at the five yard line Dude. he still gets a touchdown out of this that's how amazing he is at running the football but uh get home with four you know what i mean uh, keep him in the pocket keep a keep a guy that has nimble feet uh in the a gap to be able to come over the top and spy him you know because you got to be able to drop back in coverage and keep him moving around in order to stop him if you blitz him you better get home better get because home. he's going to recognize it fast you know what i mean so i would blitz him sparingly you know this is what you want from him and this is what i was saying when i say the scramble drills that you want to maintain uh you see where 27 is right he's nowhere in this play he covered he he done his job already he's covering the, the left side of the field but he's going to track Josh Allen not a Josh Allen's escaping out of the pocket he's tracking him you know and as he's tracking Josh is locked in on that right side he kind of double pumps this play here but you see how he's locked in he's, he goes to the left now he's locked he's locked he doesn't have time because that that rush is in his face and he will give you these opportunities all day long. And that's where this interception comes from. So you you have to tell your DBs, and we we have a we do a good job at this, but we don't play a lot of zone. Right. But if we're, if we're in zone, you got to tell these DBs, like, hey, man, you need to scramble drill with Josh because he'll take you right to the football once he's out of the pocket. He locks on and he's going to go for it. That's the end of that uh, that film. But uh, as you can see, we, we have the ball hawks, I think, to be able to – cover and uh cover twice so to speak like you said yeah uh, but also have the guys up front to be able to keep him in the pocket and keep him moving around while in the pocket we did a great job of that against hurts uh but the 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 flip side of that coin is you can't just say hey keep him in the pocket and make him throw from it you want him to escape eventually because that's when uh you have opportunities but like you said there's games where you don't spy this is the game where you spy to make sure that once he escapes he doesn't run right you want him to escape and throw the ball, but you just want to make sure you're on assignment when he does it. Yeah, one thing I noticed is is most of his best runs aren't really from scrambles. They're the design ones, you know, yeah, where yeah. drop. You Hurt know, you. and again, it's different from my opinion. Hurts because mm-hmm. they don't they don't have a scheme that threatens you, in my opinion, from a passing standpoint. Where right. this one does. So you think second and eight, all right, they're going to drop back and they're going to throw it. Nah, they're actually dropping no, back. They, it looks like a throw. And he's ass, he's yeah. going north south and he's getting sixteen on you. So you know it. I, I don't mind a spy in this one because there is a threat of the run and pass, in my opinion, that's greater than the previous quarterback that you played. But, I mean, you, you, you explained it well in the sense of make make him have to be a hero is basically what you're saying. 
Yeah. Make get put him in that situation. Sometimes it'll look like the play where I don't know. Again, he does silly things. Yeah. He was fading out of bounds. I mean, back towards the out of bounds. He's falling out of bounds, bro. He throws mm-hmm. the ball sideways mm-hmm. over the defender into Latavius Murray's hands. Catch, mm-hmm. no catch, doesn't matter. It got there. It was a catch. They called the catch fumble. And I'm yeah. like, that's just silly. You know, that's yeah. just stupid. But yeah. <laughs> then there's times. It's just stupid, guys. It's just silly. But there's times where, okay, that's getting yeah. picked off. There's times where the yeah. arm arrogance, he's the most arrogant quarterback in the National Football League, bar none, even more arrogant, yeah. in my opinion, Pat. He's yeah. so arrogant with it. Then there's yeah. times where I'm scrambling. I'm not, I don't care about the left side. I'm staring down my guy, and what happens? He tries to fit it in the hole, and boom, picked off, right? Yeah. And there's times where a sneed, you know, he's he's going right, and, and it gets picked off. And mm-hmm. there, there's some there's some film in here too where it works against the um, against the Jets. He's scrambling to his left, and he has Dalton Kincaid, you know, driving across, and he fits it right between the window because he can do that. So yeah. when I say you have to be prepared. To yeah. play through the whistle as a yeah. cover guy, not a passer, as a cover guy. Right. That is so, so important in this game, bro. Yeah. He's a laugh now, cry later type of guy, though, because that stuff works and he, you know, he can posterize you every once in a while doing it. He he won't stray away from it. So that's a habit that I don't, I, don't, I don't think he'll ever break because it works sometimes. You know, it's just like you got a guy who, you know, has a puncher's chance. He might not, you know, be as good defensively boxing. Because he knows he, you know, he can always land one punch and change the fight. Sometimes that, you know, that that comes back to haunt you because you develop bad habits because of that. And Josh Allen is one of those guys. Like he trusts his arm so much. Like you said, he'll do anything with the football because he thinks he can't. You know, he's a right. think I can type of guy. So that that work in your favor if you're disciplined and, like you said, you're playing through the whistle. You know, I think, like I said, we we see a guy that's similar enough outside the pocket in Hurts. For us to understand, like, and, and even, you know, I'm, I'm not, don't kill me when I say Daniel Jones, too. I'm not saying that they are anywhere <laughs> near Allen's ability. I'm just saying we play fast, twitchy quarterbacks who can hurt you from outside the pocket. So we're used to seeing it. But Josh Allen is an upgrade from that because he's a two, he's truly a dual threat. He can truly destroy yes. you from the yes. pocket, like destroy you, look you off. And, and, and that's when it's worse. So, to be honest with you, you do want him out of the pocket, but he's still, you know, he's still, you know, he's a live wire even when he is. You know what I mean? Now, one thing we haven't talked about, and there was a couple plays in here uh, that 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 emphasizes this offensive line. Where is the yeah. mouse in the house? Where is the where is the advantage? I think there's two up. Personally, uh, I, right I, tackle, yeah, I, the yeah, right, right side. tackle. I saw <laughs> him. Uh, he was, you know, usually when you when you see a, a cut block, it's because you want the guy's hands down early because you're trying to throw a slant in behind them or throw, you know, something quick behind them. When you see a right tackle that's electing to cut block when that's not happening, it's like, why would you leave your feet and leave your position? You know, he did, I think on two of the sacks, he did that. He just, he tried to cut uh, 56. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> why, right. why are you doing that? And there's, there wasn't a slant coming in behind him or a drag or anything where he said, I want hands down so we can get this quick option off. It was like he was really dropping back to pass, and they were cut blocking him on a wide nine split. And I'm like, why is he doing that? So I would say the right tackle due to that fact. Because you remember at the end of Collins' stint here where his hips were, he couldn't really get into it. Uh, he couldn't really you know, turn his hips the same way. Uh, he would do that where he was trying to cut everybody rather than just you to bring your feet, 
you know, bring your trunk and, you know, get in front of the guy and anchor down. He, you know, he wasn't doing, Collins yeah. wasn't doing that and neither is their right tackle. Yeah, so I think their whole offensive line can be had, but I have the right side as my as my my weakness, the mouse in the house. You always right. it anyway. I know you was going to have it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the yeah, right yeah. tackle, Spencer Brown, uh, gave yeah. up nine pressures over the last two weeks, two sacks, uh, and, um, and that was against pass rushing teams, right? So mm-hmm. you're talking about, um, Kansas City Chiefs and the Eagles, they can both get after the passer. And I, I think he, you know, he, he struggled a bit. And I think the Cowboys can send a bunch of guys at him, Micah, if they want to. But don't look, Dawkins, the, the, he's a solid left tackle, but I really love that matchup of Micah on Dawkins. I right. feel like he can get after him. But the other one, though, is Osiris Torrance, second round pick out of um, Florida. Powerful guy, you know, goes like 340, damn near 350, I think. Powerful, powerful, powerful guy. But one thing I noticed he struggles with is the same thing he struggled with in college, and that's quickness. So when I see that, I'm like, ooh, Osa. Watch, watch this play right here. Pull this back up. This was the play I was talking about. Got you. One second. Yeah. I, I, about, about Osa. Um, um, what I was saying? Osa Digzu. I think Osa versus Osiris Torrance or or uh, Golston is huge in this matchup. And like I said, in some of that film there, you can, I, I isolated him so you can see the Jets who have good defensive tackle. They can get after him. He struggles with the quickness. He gave up 11 pressures in the last three weeks. So for me, I'd attack that right side, whether it be with just one-on-ones, trying to get yeah. one-on-ones. With, with, uh, this is a game where I, I think you can invite the um, the uh, the stunts again. ET stunts, yeah. DT stunts. We can bring those yeah. back in this game. You ain't have to do it a bunch last Don't, week. Yeah, just just maintain C-gap control, though. That's all. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Somebody got to replace you. That's all. Yeah, and I think there was a play where they ran a, a similar stunt, and I forget the dude's name from Karloftis. Karloftis had a nice little spin spin back where Josh Allen tried to dip, and he called him for a sack. So um, I, I would attack that right side, whether it be creating one on ones or getting getting some uh, some stunts going that way. And then we we are very familiar with Connor McGovern, so he's their left guard. Uh, he's he hasn't been bad this year. I don't think he's been great, but he's been he's been solid. But yeah. uh, we should know his tendencies. Right, you right. practice against him for four years. I would love for them to to attack whatever they know, the inside information they have on Connor mm-hmm. McGovern. Let me bring up this play for you. Mm-hmm. It's real quick. Let me know when you're ready. Yep, you're good to go. Boom. Right here. Watch, watch the left side. And this is what I was saying. Like, usually when you see a tackle, you know, cut out of guy's legs this blatantly is because they want to get something quick out behind him and they don't like he just dives at his leg and then i'm like what are you doing <laughs> why you do that for i mean look <laughs> and look, look 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 what 64 gave, is yeah he gave up a sack for no reason run that back run that yeah. back and watch 64 64 is on skates too osiris torrance yeah he on skates too it should be going when 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 you see the back of a jersey like that yeah it's, it's a wrap and you're done and, and Chris uh, Jones is an all pro. Don't get me wrong, but I personally think that that Osa is a pro bowler this year. You yeah. Know? So yeah, Osa playing like a pro bowler. Yep. But yeah, I, that's all. That's all I wanted to show you. I was like, I put that one in there, but that wasn't the only time he did that. He did that like three times in this game, and I'm like, it's not. I don't understand why he's doing it, but he's doing it, and I'm like, why are you giving yourself up on those plays where? Hey. You're leaving your quarterback out there to die. You know what I mean? By all means, yeah. try that on Micah and Dante. You know, because those dudes man. are way too quick. Yeah, yeah you're a dead man. They pop. Try right that up. on Fowler. You, you definitely. That's what I'm saying. Dante, yeah. Dante Fowler, or Micah Parsons. Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. you want to? Yeah, okay, you better get them. Yeah. Yeah, you better get them. All right, Cowboys Nation. It's that time. If I can find my music here. 
Here we go. Hashtag ask Koye as we close out the show. We we go through a handful of uh, questions from you guys. Shouts out to Koye, bro. I mean, every week just absolute fire. I, I always tell you this, but man, like whenever whenever like we we get the full blown resources and we can get to the board and do all I feel like we can rival. I know we ain't we ain't played in the league and stuff like that. And yeah, shouts yeah. out to RC and the yeah, boys. They yeah, kill it. Oh, oh they do they they thing. kill it. But I think for what we do, yeah. like you know, the film watch the film watchers and whatnot in our community, man, yeah. I think I think we kill it for what we do. I don't you know yeah, I always we, say this. We, we have Nobody fooling with us in, in, in other communities. We got the luxury of being able to, to zero in on our team, especially so when it comes to film work, you know, shout out to RC and those guys, but they have so much more stuff to do, whether it be hosting other shows or traveling and doing certain things where they can't possibly dig into the film as much as we can, which is what I think gives us a, a good edge as well as far as breaking it down. No, we didn't play in the league, but we can see things that you probably just don't have time to watch five times. You know what I mean? You got to do so many other things. They, they're on the go with it. You know what I mean? Whereas I can watch the same play several times or I can watch the same player from different perspectives to try to get a greater understanding of what they're doing. And so we could always reach league. out to those pe- those types in, that we know and ask yeah, those. Exactly. I do that all the damn time. Shout out to Dayton Jones. That's my Dayton guy, man. Jones. He, he, yeah, Dayton Jones. I call him all the time. I say, what am I looking at? Yep. And he'll tell me what I'm seeing. And, I, you know, he, he he's definitely a resource that don't get God enough credit. Uses from me from the back end because he helps me out a lot i always try to make sure i give my flowers to guys like brian rodis and in uh jesse holly and sometimes yeah. you know even the current players i, I have to ask quite like, i don't want to assume even though we do a lot of that because we aren't in the locker room right we're in the film room but i'll say hey what am i what is this like I, i'm trying to learn you know and right. they and they give us that information right. and i make and that's why i say when we put in this work we're not i'm not doing it to be like hey look what i know it's just just yeah. look what i've been told look what i see yeah. look what i'm understanding yeah. so we can know what we're looking at when we go out there on game day oh yeah and it, and it makes me happy because i'm like when i get those little nuggets it's like at the game just like you know a lot of a lot of uh a lot of uh ladies come to you i know they say this and say like they they're easy it's easier for them to watch the game with their husbands because of shows like this right yeah uh the same feeling they get where they're like oh that's what's going on it's the same feeling i get i'm like Facts. that's what that is dopamine all right dopamine. now i see it every time you know i can pick up on it and i know what's going on so i've learned so much about the game since I started doing content, it's crazy. From guys just either from either watching or from people coming in and saying, you know what that, you know that's that's too gapping right there. You know, right. Like, really? Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. what's the purpose? Now I'm learning it. You know what I mean? Or different pass rushes, things like that. First you know, question, like, Koye. This is a light one. Mm-hmm. Brandon C says, uh, "Ask Koye, what were you sipping on that almost hit Sky with the truck stick?" <laughs> Oh man, uh, well, where do I begin? Because I started at 12 noon with Jay Tuck and those guys. At, uh, shout out to the heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. Uh, uh, over there at their uh, tailgate. I went to their tailgate first and uh, I had some uh, some Ciroc. I think Ciroc pineapple. Yeah, first. I saw that picture. You was holding yeah. the pineapple Ciroc. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ciroc pineapple early. And then uh, when we got to the, um, the, the uh, Des Bryant tailgate, I had some bourbon with pineapple juice again. I stuck with the pineapple all day. Uh, oh. And then I had some beers. You know what I mean? Don't beer gets me there quicker than anything else. So I was... Really? I was, I'm yeah. Starting get, I'm starting to get numb to the beer, man. No, like Blue Moon. I was like... Oh, no, I, I love Blue Moon. Yeah, yeah, that's my beer. Yeah. But if I, need yeah. it, if I need it quick, it's yeah. the lick. Yeah, the liquor. Well, <laughs> I, I, I need I it quick, liquor, it's the lick. I ain't really do nothing to me. But the beer, I'm like, damn, this beer 
got me feeling crazy but uh by the time we got to you it was it was eight o'clock at night seven o'clock at night so i had already been drinking seven hours <laughs> it was what does he say man i'm faded <laughs> i was good though but i was like i was on point for for a guy that was tipsy but i don't think you knew how tipsy i was because if you see me loud i'm not i'm a reserve guy i'm chill like security and i was in the bar like here we go <laughs> like you know what's funny? you would think i drink during these games and they can yeah, attest no. to it and i don't take a sip because no, yo, and somebody you offered it i was like no no no, i can't you know as much yeah, as i yo, would love to uh, jesse was like we are live jesus christ. oh yeah y'all was walking through the camp <laughs> <laughs> he said we are live right now jesus christ that's cracking the fuck until i had me I said, i'm sorry like, yo, I, walked. I said you good man you good it was we yeah, won. okay well you was like your nice jacket i came on took the jacket off held the jacket up and you was like you know uh we, we on the show right now bro i was like oh yeah i didn't know that my bad i'm all stooped back down like i love it here <laughs> it was a vibe man it was a vibe that's why i want to see him again yeah oh man that was funny shit man I won't even front. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Real question here. A.A. Ron dropped one and said, uh, ask Okoye, don't you like more zone versus Josh Allen because it makes him read more and scramble lanes are harder? I do, but you have to be a zone team. And if you notice how we play zone, we're very porous, you know, with, with our zone. So you have to you have to practice playing zone. You have to be one of those teams that have a lot of zone type of players. Um, I think when Diggs is here, we're better at it because both him and Bland are, you know, they're vision players. Um, not that, not that Gilly isn't, but right. uh, I like Gilly better in man, and I like Bland a little better in man as well. So that forces us to play. And then you, you also know J. Lou is a better in man than he is in zone. So we don't have the guys that sit back and like to play, you know, that cover two style corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's harder for us to do it. And then I in know the middle safeties of the- Okoye too. I, I don't think we have the safeties for. I think we got we got yeah. you know box type safeties, and then you got Malik Hooker. Yeah, except yeah, Wanye, exactly. but they won't put Wanye out. Wanye can yeah, do it. Yeah. Wanye is the guy that'll bait you and jump some stuff, but uh, we don't have a lot of those type of guys. As but KC does, so it's a lot easier for him to pull it off. Yeah. I think we'll mix it in creatively, but we have to pick our spots because if we sit back there and give him the type of windows that we were giving Hurts in zone, he's going to hurt us. So, yeah, we like to play zone, but I don't think we should ever, you know, stick to that for an entire game. Uh, Brother L, save that question for tomorrow. Uh, we're going to break down the Bills' defense. He's talking about their secondary or whatnot. We'll get in, definitely save that question. But he said, um, you know, which wide receiver will have a more efficient game based off the defense. But the second one, though, he said, where'd you get that 2000s R&B jacket you had on Sunday night? <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to these pink lips. She's a fashion designer out of philadelphia um i paid her it's, a, it's a, that's a one of one a hell of a name uh, yeah her name is these pink lips uh she iris but uh, she's a fashion designer here out of philly pretty big too like cardi b all of them they wear her stuff but i saw her do a jacket for a friend of mine and i said who did that jacket custom and he's like these pink lips i was like oh i got to get one of those so i paid her to make me a, a custom cowboy a koye jacket so there is no other you know there is no other that's a one of one before I get to another question, I keep seeing this pop up. Did you hear what Cam Newton said the other day? We don't got to go on it long, but I didn't. Yeah, well, so well, specifically, what he um he mentioned a bunch of game managers. He threw out uh, Brock Purdy, threw out mm. Jared Goff, and then he said, "And even if you want to keep it a bean, Dak Prescott." Mm. And mm. 
I mean, to me, that's just that's just ridiculous. Dak, Dak is not a game at this manager point. It's this crazy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you think it's ridiculous as well, right? I know it's ridiculous. Man, um, I, I I said that uh, you know Dak under center and asking Dak to not put things on his shoulder early in the season. I thought that that was the answer due to the fact that he threw interceptions last year, and I knew they were like trying to figure out a way under Kellen. I think you know that's probably the better way to try to use them because of the way they were running their offense, but. The way Dak's been playing this season, not to even manager. equate him to a game manager is ridiculous. Like, that's crazy. Like, no, that's not what you – you can't say you see that on film if you're watching the film. You can't say that. I'm, I'm, I mean, we ain't got to answer this question because we literally did a whole show on it. But Chunky Keys, appreciate you, big dog, but my guy. So Chunky Keys said <laughs> – hashtag ask Akoya. He said, yo, after looking at how our offensive defense played against the Sheagles this past weekend, going into the Bills game mm-hmm. – what can the team do in order to contain Josh Allen and Diggs? Okoye, you don't have to answer this question. You know why? Because mm-hmm. we just did a whole show on it, Chunky <laughs> Keys. <laughs> Chunky was drinking early, too. Chunky you know? was out there drinking. Hey, 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 Chunky, hashtag run this thing back, brother. Yeah, run it back. Run, run it back, my late. guy. That's all back. we talked about, and I showed diagrams. <laughs> For like an hour. A whole hour to have show. Hey dog, what we gotta do to contain Josh Allen? He just we just did the whole show, Chunky. He wanna do sleep in class and shit. Wake up and start asking the questions that you know. You know he ain't read the book. Oh, uh, that's you funny. That, that I ain't gonna lie to you. That was definitely me. It's so you know I was summer. Man, that you was a book me. to read. October Sky, right? I said, I'm gonna go I'm, watch the movie. I, I was a yep, I was watch everything. the movie. Yep. Come back and I'm like, well, I don't check Jimmy Hall didn't say this. Yeah, <laughs> didn't say that. All no, right, man. Uh, yeah, I was that guy too, man. I I, I can get C's and, and C's and B minuses without studying at all, so I never really bothered. So people were like, uh, you know, my my teachers were always tell me if you apply yourself, you're you're an A student, you're a genius. But I get C's without doing shit, so I never really cared, man. Yeah, high never school cared. was easy to me. Yeah, that was like easy. nothing. Yeah, you know, college was more challenging because of the distractions. Exactly Boy, they don't why. they don't tell you about that in the school, I was, bro. I was Boy, wild they don't tell you. You're gonna be man. distracted when you get to school. I was like half street, half nerd in man. college. So I was I was a wild All I boy, wanted to man. do was my major. All I wanted all I cared about was broadcasting yeah. journalism and what I cared about. Electives. Science. Prerequisites. I don't give a goddamn about no <laughs> Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> I did take Chinese though. I paid attention in that class. Oh, uh, I, I like I like because I wanted time. to take Japanese. Yeah. Story time, real quick on that. Yeah. So, so I took American history. I think it was my sophomore year, right? Right. I took American history, and I get to the class, and I mean, look, I'm not, I have nothing. Obviously, I'm look. I'm not discriminating or anything, but right. the teacher that was teaching it was an Asian lady that could barely speak English. <laughs> she looking like a man. Yeah. I <laughs> immediately said, "I'm out of here, dog. I'm not. What are we doing? I can barely understand what yeah. she said teaching yeah. American history. This makes yeah. no sense." Yeah. Yeah, so one took African American studies and boy they had a white man with the black dashigi. Yo, he was African American studies. Was Dr. PhD MD Umar and you know what I mean? I was like, oh I love this. There we go, baby. Here we go. Now I dropped that American history class so damn fast. What are we doing? Anyway. Come on, you can't you can't have an anyway, man. Anyway, let's get back to the Yes, you can, apparently. You know what I mean? You you but come on. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't care if they Asian, but at least be able to speak. I couldn't understand her. I'd get out of there. 
Don't take a, don't take math with an uh, Indian teacher either, because they can't speak English either. But these, but but see they but see, never mind. They teach you math, so <laughs> your math game be on point if you get that's what's what going saying. on. They got all the shortcuts and shit. That's, like, what I'm that's why y'all make so much goddamn money. Y'all got the shortcuts. You know, anything Asian, whether it's Hindu or uh, Chinese, they make money. But yeah, it's hard, you're a hard far cry understanding what's going on, man. I don't even know where to go anymore after this one. Either. Is that racist? I don't think that's racist. I don't think it is. I think I it's think real. Uh, uh, Brother L said, hashtag brand management. <laughs> right. I promise y'all, <laughs> is, this is just an energy <laughs> drinking. Hashtag PR. <laughs> <laughs> Professor cool. O said, Sky said, I need subtitles. <laughs> I did, bro. I, when I tell you, I think I might have took two. I went to two classes because the first one I was like, it was just the yeah, intro. Here, you know, here's here's your here's your uh, your syllabus and whatnot. And I was like, is we being trolled? I looked at my man yeah. Chuck C. I said, is we being trolled? The substitute came in the second day, and I pulled. I did one of the uh, LeBron James. All right, man, I'm getting up out of here. I, I left. I said, how long you been here, bro? He's like, I just got here. He's teaching American history. Man, college was a, nothing but a distraction. Just got over here, man. <laughs> Yeah. Um. All right. No more questions, man. Because all we're gonna do is get in trouble, bro. Yeah, we are. Fun, fun show. Fun, yeah. fun show. As always, educational show for myself as well. You know, when the Koye yeah. break down this film, man, I I, I learn. You know, and that's all yeah, I try man. to do is sit back there and learn. Yeah. Um. If if again, if you don't know where to get where to find the Koye, you can see it right there. But you know, he he's everywhere. And I think it was Professor Oda asked about a boxing question. He does a whole bunch of boxing breakdowns as mm-hmm. well, but. Uh, please let them know where to find all your content, man. Um, well, st- since we spoke spoke on boxing, um, YSM Sports Media, just type in YSM Sports Media with a Koye behind it in the search bar. You'll find all of my content on that channel. Uh, also, AKOYE Media on YouTube, Twitter, IG, TikTok. Check me out. You know, I'm there. And uh, yeah, man, it's been it's been fun. I, I will say I had been for the last couple months way more peaceful on Twitter until Eagles rivalry week. And then I said, man, it's, I went for blood. I chose violence this last week. So, you, you know, I, I went at it with the whole community. Hold by on. Myself. You need to take there. a bow, sir, because they was coming at your neck. Oh, so hard. Yeah, it was All it's crazy, week. man. And you I like did nothing but told the truth for Koye. And then when it happened, now they, they quiet now. Oh, but it man, feels so good in Philly about. right now, man. Now when I say quiet, I mean quiet. Don't nobody want to see me right now because yeah. they know I've been saying it when it was like dangerous to say, like when you almost get hit in the face to say that hurts, can't read the field. And now it's like uh, he's right. You know, they don't want it to be the, right, but it's it is on it film, is, fam. Yeah. And, and the thing is, they'd be like, "Well, hurts had a hundred and in the pocket." Y'all not listening. If, if, if yeah, I one read or slant, slant exactly. that counts. Even Josh, Josh, uh, what's his name? Purdy is getting. Uh, I mean, oh, is his name Josh? Josh uh, uh, Brock. Brock Purdy. Brock. Brock. I'm thinking about Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Brock Purdy gets away with that too. Like when you look at the game he had, when they're like, "Oh, he is playing like an MVP after the Eagles game." Look at the routes that he was throwing. He threw the Debo on like smoke screens, slants, and little short stuff, and Debo just went crazy. So that that accounts for. The almost perfect rating and the 300 yards. You know what I mean? But he's not, tra- the ball's not traveling through the air. He's not looking guys off to get those guys open. He's just getting the ball to his playmakers fast and they're making those plays. And that's the same thing Hertz was doing with, um, with uh, AJ. AJ did, he did the same thing he did in the, e- I mean, in the uh, San Fran game where he pushed, um, he pushed Slay off of him, called, uh, not Slay, but he pushed um, Ward 
off of him and uh caught a slant and ran up the field for like 23 you know yards or more or something like that but he's killing it aj did he did the same thing that same play to gilly but gilly stripped him on that same play it was the same exact play same setup would have been a big play but shout out to gilly for for fighting through the contact and getting back on him and uh stripping that ball man so uh you know he got the ball into his playmakers hands they just couldn't make the plays because we were hitting them same thing on that uh third and 19 remember Devonte smith catches a ball makes some guys miss and gets those 19 yards in that san fran game he tried it against gilly gilly came down and smacked him so we were just tackling the football a lot better and when you see that happen the quarterback is naturally going to be limited if he's relying on his wide receiver talent solely to make Bro, plays at this current moment and again this going i don't know i don't care he's an eagle so i don't care if y'all want to get mad mm-hmm. at this at this current moment from what i've seen his four years in the league and, and again he's four years so he's still got time to develop i don't even think he could run san fran's offense no. i i i'm not look i know you're probably like whoa, whoa, whoa just throw it to debo get going i like brock i'm not saying brock is out there having to do a whole bunch of stuff but brock has to make layered throws brock Brock has to wait for guys to kind of break open in that third level, that third seam, or wait for a route to develop, and then boom, I hit it. He's made some really fantastic throws from the pocket, not necessarily so much scan, 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 but kind of more the patience and and just the anticipation. Yeah. I don't see that from Jalen, number one. Number two, he damn sure wouldn't be able to run the Cowboys offense. No way, no how. Mm -mm. So when, when Eagle fans get mad, I just say, and like you just say, Pop the film on and tell me where is he consistently doing these things? Line of Never. scrimmage, getting guys going, looking a guy off, making layer throws. It, it, it's not tailored that way. And, and until nope. maybe they get a new OC, until maybe they get different and coaches. See, and that's that's the problem though, because I said this to my brother yesterday because he's an Eagles fan. He's like, "Oh man, it's the it's, it's Johnson, it's the OC." I said, "Well." You coach. He coaches football, and I coach boxing. I said, bro, you coach. You a quarterback mm. at that. Pretty good one from Ben Salem, right? I'm like, bro, you know that if you have a quarterback that can't run certain concepts, what's the point in putting that in the playbook if he can't do it? See what I'm saying? So the the coordinator looks bad because he can't call. He couldn't call these types of plays and these types of schemes if he can't get the simple stuff. What makes you think he's going to get those intricate concepts? You know what I mean? That is a reason they're running a vanilla right. offense with him. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Like if you have a guy, if I I can take a guy who's a slugger and tell him to box like Ali all I want, he can't do it. So why would I come out with a game plan for that? I have to come out with a game plan that's tailored to who I have. Right. And that's the way Hurts plays. So you can't ask him. You can't say a, a coordinator is not going to get him where he needs to be. No different than Scott Linehan was going to get Dak to where he needed to be. Hurts is going to have to take it upon himself, just like Dak did, to learn the game the right way and learn not only to get his footwork <laughs> together because his footwork is not there, but also to, to get comfortable with his clock because he's running out of perfectly good pockets to try to make plays on the edge because that's where he's used to making plays. So he'll escape a pocket that's not collapsing just to get to the edge to try to turn it into a scramble drill. And if I call the play, if I call, let's say, a cell concept or a flood concept, right, and there are timing concept, either or, mesh rail, anything you choose, any different concept you choose, it doesn't matter what I call if the timing is thrown off by my own quarterback. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what I call it. It's, it's going to become a scramble drill anyway. 
So why wouldn't I just run all goals and then just say, all right, when you get out of the pocket, guys, come back to the ball like they're doing. Come back to the ball when he escapes the pocket and let's make something happen. But whatever I call on the first end of it, he's not going to go through those progressions anyway. So it doesn't matter what I call. Nothing but facts, man. And you know the Eagle fans right now. Work all day, get 30 bags together for you <laughs> ungrateful sons of <laughs> And all I can hear is criticize, criticize, Crit criticize. Criticize. Don't ask me your mind for nothing. nothing. <laughs> they already turned it on. Hey, just keep it to be, man. That'll do it for today's, man. Today's show, absolutely fantastic one. Uh, Bills coverage, if you missed it, we talked about the Bills offense tomorrow. We're talking about the Cowboys offense going against the Bills defense and see if this offense can keep up the heat. And I think they can. I personally yep. think they can. We'll see yep. what the elements is like right now. It's looking like 40-something degrees, light wind. And if you're from that area, 10 miles per hour ain't shit. But yeah, light nice. wind, uh, cold, don't get me wrong. But if that weather could hold up. Yeah, we might be all right. Here we go. Yeah. It's a wrap, man. Push the goddamn yep. button. Push the goddamn button. I push it, man. I push it. Got All right, Cowboys Nation. Uh, make sure y'all tune in later. Vosh and Barty Live will be back covering the Bills. We're going to do this again. Mo will be on later. A to Z Sports Prime Time. And make sure I check out my brother from another Koye Media Appreciate on all it. platforms, man. The guru. What's your catchphrase? Prove it with the film. Prove it with the film, man. That's all we do. That's it. Get out of here. Love y'all. <laughs>